Woo! Let's go! Go Leafs, go! Go Leafs, go! That's right! Your Toronto Maple Leafs have advanced to the second round of the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs. After defeating their arch nemesis, the Tampa Bay Lightning, your guest, Anthony L. Hefe and Paul Walker are going to break down this series and tell you how they feel. Enjoy. Buckle up, Becky. This is going to be a good one. Let's go! Cue the music! What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of your Toronto Maple Leafs? I'm Anthony Hefe. As always, I'm joined by Ball Walker. Ball, what's up? Bye, bye. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. go, Leafs, go. go, Leafs, go. There Let's is go. no, yeah, there is no subtle start to this episode, fans. This is the most positive, the best episode you're going to get because we are going for the first time ever in this podcast history since I've been a fucking teenager. We are going to the second round, folks, right here, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's do it. We did it. That's right, Bob. And you know what? I'm fired up. I'm so fired up. And you know what it calls for? It calls for something that hasn't made its return to the podcast in over a year. It is the return of the Stanley mug. That's right, my replica (laughs) Stanley Cup mug. And you know what time it is, baby? We're double white clawing it. I got white claw surge orange blood because we're out for blood. And mango because that's what we had. Here we go. We're going to dip these two boys in here. Yeah, I'll narrate. So El Jefe is trying to make White Claw sound manly. Folks, you know it's not. We're all having a laugh at his expense. But it doesn't matter because we're going to the second round. And that's, that's right. why he's drinking. I mean, he would One White Claw for each way. round. Yeah, either way, whatever. All right, here we go, Bob. We are here done we go. doing this and bad folks, boy. Don't, I'm not judging because I've got a nice brewski here as well. Here we go. Okay, so just so you know, two White Claws fit perfectly inside the stanley cheers. mug crystal clear cheers big ears let's go cheers cheers i'll have another sip to that everybody have a sip oh wow he's chugging so folks this, this is basically a normal episode yeah you know like just because we just because we're celebrating getting out of the first round for the first time in 19 years don't mean jack to this we already knew long before this this podcast happened that the Leafs would be out of the first round this year. Last year, we didn't really know for sure. The year before that, we thought, but it didn't happen. The year before that, maybe, but didn't happen. The year before that, but we knew this year was going to happen. Yeah, he, he, he's he's trying to rewrite history because, folks, every single year we've done this pod, we believed, even though we know we shouldn't, and we say all the right things to let everybody know. But the fact is, just like on the Bowen broadcast, what do we do now? Because just like El Jefe said, for the first time in 19 years, the first time in this podcast history, the Leafs are going to the second round. We've never done this before. Every episode after the first round is our season wrap-up. No longer. All the That's jokes true. about the playoffs, no longer. Here we go. The boys are ready to play, and we're going all the way. And I'm not worried. Are you? I, I got to tell you, my biggest fear was yeah. Tampa. Because, yep. And I mean, maybe by association, Boston, um, not, not even I mean, Tampa. Both. It was, yeah, it was the guys themselves, like the Leafs themselves in the first round curse. That's what we feared. Like I was worried about the most. When 
Okay, should we should we start with it? Let's start with the Tampa series, and then let's obviously talk about the Boston demise because that's amazing. And um, let, let let's let's just go there. Uh, done. What do you want to talk about? Start there, Bob. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's start. Um, let, let, let's start with the whole series. Let's start with the game one, and we'll do like quick recaps on how we felt about the game. Because uh, going into it, we thought it was maybe a six or seven. You wrote you wrote what we predicted down. Uh, I'm pretty sure I predicted the Leafs in six. Um, and I, I got to tell you, uh, going into game one, we have a 7-3 final. Uh, Tampa kind of pulled down her pants and spanked her bottom. I think that's fair to say. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, especially after last year's game one where the Leafs won 5 nothing. I was shocked and, I'm not going to lie, a little worried. 7-3 loss. Um, I only watched about... Um, a period and a half of the game, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately. Ba, your thoughts on game one? Just just a brutal game. It's just a brutal game. It's it's obviously a game that now looking back, you can just kind of erase. And, and we'll get to game two, but both of those games are pretty much just erasable because they don't matter. But game one, the, the worst part about it is they know going into the year what to expect. And what playoff hockey is going to be and what the expectations are of this city, of this team, the fears everybody has, the curse, the jinx. And you come out and lay a muffin like that. That was the worst part. And even though in your head, you're like the same as everybody. OK, it's game one. You know what? It sucked, but we can move on. There is that part in your head where you start to doubt. It starts going down the percentage of how much faith you have in the Leafs. And you're like, oh, Jesus, they're going to do it again. I just know it. And you may not say it out loud, but you start to think that. And that's the worst part. But you move on. It's game one. You, legit. And I'm just looking at some of the stats just quickly on game one. The the glaring stat is that the Lightning had eight power plays and scored for them. I mean, is oh. that not? Yeah. Does that not scare you the most? Like That is the scariest stat there. Yeah, not okay. First off, that is just a, a leaf problem every single year. And whether you want to blame the team itself or that, what I believe there's some grand conspiracy against us of the entire NHL in the world, basically. Clearly, true. Clearly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wes McCauley, A, can go fuck himself. 100%. A, the show is not about you, okay? You are not the main uh, product, so fuck off, okay? Nobody cares your loud little theatrical calls for penalties and stuff. Fuck off. But the Leafs always get into problems in the playoffs, El Jefe getting penalties. It's always a thing. Every year, no matter who, we are always down. And it's just like you you end the game, and usually it's been a loss the last few years, and you're like, the power plays were 7-2 to two or 5-1 them. Like, why are we not getting the calls? We are not a physical rat team, even though we have maybe one or two players who can fit that mold. And it's just like we're constantly getting in. I don't know if they're shooting the puck out usually or it's just lazy stick work and skating. But it always affects us. And game one, yeah, that happened. But you move on because they burned us for, I think, four goals on the yeah. uh, PK. It, it's hard to believe, but that's what it is. Let's move over to game two. Let's move it along a little bit. Um, now, the glaring stat in game two, I mean, you have the big 7-2 win for the Leafs. Um Tampa's power play, 0 for 3. Least power yep. play, 2 for 6. Obviously, this game turned around quite a bit. This was also like the game that Tampa released the slime. And I got to say, I uh, I hate the conversation that, 
playoff yeah. hockey is grittier, grimier hockey because it, at the end of the day, it should be hockey. You should be trying to put the puck in the net, not take the other guy's head off. If you subscribe to like, oh, it's playoff hockey, it's then you're also the kind of guy that's okay with uh, the way that Todd Bertuzzi um, attacked, uh, what was his name? Not Dominic Moore, his brother. Steve, Steve Moore. Steve Moore. Yeah, Steve Moore. And fucking ended his hockey career. That's not okay. And going out and playing grimy, slimy hockey, I'm not cool with. I, I Listen, I was told... It's my Maple Leaf bias that I didn't like the fact that my team, my team, and the other team was just being more physical and aggressive. Say what you want. You still got to put the puck in the net, and you don't put the puck in the net if you're trying to take a guy's head off or trying trying to uh, – Steven Stankos, bullshit. Steve, uh, Austin Matthews has two sticks in his hand, and he's getting punched in the face while the ref holds your other arm. Like this is, this is absolute bullshit. The fact that Stankos didn't get anything, didn't even get touched for that, that melee – that was ridiculous. I'm happy Leafs won three, two, uh, sorry, seven, two, but um, those grimy games can't be motherfuckers. Bah. Okay. agree with what you say. And what you're describing is Tampa Bay hockey to a T because that team is dirty, especially after the whistle and behind the ref. Kucherov is a rat. Hagel is a new guy. I am loving to hate. That team, you know what? Kudos to John Cooper. He's a good coach, and I don't know if it's part of a system and he tells the guys, but they just play that chippy bullshit. It's going to piss you off. You're going to want to punch him in the head, and usually we get a retaliation penalty. Mm-hmm. Game two. The big thing going into this game after that big loss, I was not expecting us to get seven goals in return, but I wanted a strong game. Same. We have to yeah. come out, be dominant in the first period. I wanted a goal or two to get behind Vasilevsky, kind of nerve him up, show that he's not invincible, even though we had already gone three. And you know what? The boys delivered in spades. It's basically, like I said, you can write off those two games because they were just uh, offensive juggernaut, best of three random games. The big story points are Riley with the four apples. Unbelievable. And the shit he's getting uh, during the season, especially with his contract. And I love Mo. That is on the record. So I love that Tavares wearing the C he gets a hat trick. I mean, foreshadowing great things to come in eventual game and just the boys answered. You can't really, I mean, Samsonov only let in two goals, a decent game, but it's not even really memorable because it was just an offensive retaliation for game one. And it was, it was a clap back. Call it what it was. It was a clap back. It was a clap back. It's exactly the game I wanted where I was hoping the Leafs were as pissed off as I was. And now I know saying that, that is ridiculous. And we can all laugh at that because obviously they are more pissed than I am because they are actually playing in the situation. But I want them to show me that they feel it because I can only imagine it because I'm not in the room. And they did that. They came out and they were like, fuck this. And I don't know if it's O'Reilly and we'll, we're going to praise him all episode or I will, but Luke fucking Shen, goat status, Amen. the new Spezza goat status. Just yep. sign a contract year after year till you retire, buddy. Welcome home. But these guys righted the ship and game two, major success. We split the series. Not great, but we're not down two. moving to Tampa. Amen. And I, I, I got to agree with what you said. If I could just touch on the Morgan Riley thing, the guy was no shit, legit dog shit all season. Um, I get it. Injuries and all, all that other stuff aside, did not have a great season. But man, oh man, has this guy turned it around? Uh, yes. 
clutch. You know, no, super clutch. You know, if they go for a serious run, you know, conference finals, they win the conference, get to the cup finals. I mean, listen, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. I know there's lots of hockey to be played before then. But if they go on a serious run this year and and Riley really takes that step up, it's hard to argue he's not an A1 defenseman because he is showing it this year. This playoff, I should say, he is having the, the best playoffs you could ask for. And I, I can't tell if he was, I don't want to say half effort uh, throughout those last couple weeks of the season in gearing up for the playoffs. But man, oh man, has he turned it on. Uh, I love that pickup. Great, great point, Ba, as well as the Shen men is uh, just like, man, I want to say career resurgence. I'm going to say he he is a um, UFA after the season, right? Yeah, I believe so. If he, if he does a one-off, honestly, if the, if the Leafs go for a run, you know, two cups, why wouldn't you just hang him up? You know, he's probably got money, you know, unless he really wants to play. But, I mean, he's going to play himself probably out of this market at this point because it, I could definitely see a team giving him two years, two, years. two and a half or something, and I don't know if the Leafs can afford that. Plus, I think the Leafs are, like, stocked for defensemen for next season realistically. So do you need Shen for a full season? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I love I love the fact that you brought Shen up. Let's move over to Game Three. Game Three's got some interesting stats because these are almost down the middle the same. I'm going to yell them out real quick. Um, shots on goal, 27 to 39 for Tampa. Faceoff percentage, 52 48 Maple Leafs. Power play, both over for three. Penalty minutes, 18 each. Hits, 62 to 61. Block shots, 26 to 15 Toronto. And, um, yeah, we won't need to get into too many more, but when I look at those stats, I mean, other than the shots on goal, which are, you know, 10, 12, 12 shots apart, these are almost identical stats. You have the Leafs blocking 26 shots on route to the overtime win. Um, listen to this, like murder's row of goal scores, Sorelli, Matthews, Haggles, Haggle, Radish, O'Reilly, Riley, and then Riley in overtime. The first of three overtime winners. This gets my mojo going, buddy. Like when you think of fucking like right. Leaf fucking hype train, it's this game right game here. Right here. Grinding it to the end, you have um, Ryan O'Reilly scoring at the 19 minute mark of the third period to send this game into overtime. This is a a uh, momentum switch in the series right here gives the Leafs a two-one lead in the series uh, in the first game back at Emily Center for um, for the Leafs. Man, juicy, juicy game three recap off. Yeah, I agree with everything you say. So just an incredible game in the fact that I truly believe that we did not deserve to win this game or game four. I'm going to put both of those games in the category. And I look at that as an absolute positive. Because those are the games we would have blown in the past. But this team is too good to let Tampa Bay and their momentum during the game, and to be honest, long stretches of shit play by our team, where it's just minute, minute 12, minute and a half shifts, they're absolutely gassed. It happened multiple games. They can't get it out of the zone. Someone like Brody or something is just doing waffles up the boards. It's so frustrating to watch. Then you end up with an icing. But they pulled out the dub. 
Two shout-outs and two of the first shout-outs. And, folks, this whole episode is off the cuff. And I'm just going to throw a little asterisk here because no more apologies for being a Leaf fan. I all These years, we've had to be like, well, you know, because we kind of knew the ending was coming. No more of that. Full faith, full hype train ahead. The boys are buzzing. So, first shout-out, Samsonov. Mm-hmm. This is the first game where he started to show that he is a goaltender who can win us a game. Oh man, Samsonov, he's one and eight, one and nine going into the playoffs. He's never won a series. Washington had no faith in him. Why would he, why would you bring him in and not get someone a lot more established? You know what? He proved it. I think it was like 37 to 40, maybe I think 39 saves guys absolutely crushing it, especially when they were throwing everything at us. He is a little sporadic jumping around in the net, but you know what? It works. Sometimes the defense stepped up. You called it. This year, the shot blocking, phenomenal with this team. You can tell the famous Kerfoot where he avoided blocking the shot last year. It's happened multiple years in the past. This team did not want to sacrifice everything. Now they do. Another shout out, Achari. Great pickup at the trade deadline. We said it there basically for nothing. This guy is a grinder, all heart. He is throwing hits around. I love his play. He scores the first goal of that game. And then Ryan O'Reilly. The reason we bring him in right there, absolutely clutch. Willie, who's been shit, honestly, all game looked like he couldn't care. I don't want to say scared, but he was just, oh, just kind of skating around nonchalantly. Then, of course, in the last five minutes of the game, he picks it up. We get the goal to tie it. Riley scores it in overtime. Just an incredible game, and it fires you up. I, I watched this whole series with my family, and we were just screaming, jumping up, and that's usually not the case watching these guys. And Matthew right, Nice. Matthew Nice, shout out. I mean... That's the yeah. start of what we've, I mean, we're going to get into it later with these uh, other uh, games, but I mean, just incredible. The kid does not look out of place. A hundred percent. We will touch on nice because next we go to game four. Um, this, this is kind of, I don't, not nailing the coffin, nail. but this is uh, us kicking in. This is a Maple Leafs kicking in the door saying, um, we're not that team from last year. You're not that team from last year. You, we're going to pull down our pants and you're going to suck our dick. Listen to this down four one with, with 1849 passed in the second, the Leafs come into the third period. Matthew scores, Matthew scores again, but then like what? Four minutes of each other. Morgan Riley scores at the 16 minute mark of the third period, sending the game to overtime. The place is buzzing and everybody's chewing their fucking dick. Alexander Kerfoot, in front of the net, saves his fucking legacy. This will be the biggest goal he probably scores in his career. And, you know, there's a lot of hockey to be played in this playoffs. There's a good chance he'll score again at, on, on route to hosting the, cup, hosting the Cup this year. But, man, oh, man, Alexander Kerfoot in front of the net tips a shot. Who was it from Giordano? And yep. the puck goes in. The place gets silent and every fucking Canadian is losing their shit because the Toronto Maple Leafs have now taken a three, one lead in the series. Oh no. Ba, is it going to happen? Thoughts on game four. Yep. So we take a two, one series lead. I'm actually pretty fired up going into this game and the boys come out and play that. And we go down four, one 
And it's pretty crushing watching that game. And I'm already, I'm going to be honest with you. My brother and I were watching the game and we're already preparing for the series to be tied going back to Toronto. We still think the boys have some chance, but we're like, screw this, man. It's 4-1. I'm not going to watch the rest of this. It's only game four. Let's go down, play some FIFA. The secondary TV, we'll throw on the game, kind of have it in the background. 4-2. Matthews. Oh, all right. Nice. Okay. At least the boys came out to the third period to play. Start watching a bit more. 4-3. Oh, Austin Matthews break. The boys are really playing this. Tampa looks fucking scared. I, the Leafs haven't played like this in a couple of periods. I, then not even in game three that we had won did they start playing like this. I mean, they're playing dominant. Okay. Maybe we should stop playing. We should start watching this. But I, I'm a pretty superstitious guy. I think you, everybody knows that now. So I'm like, we'll, we'll still kind of play, but we're not really going to give a shit because we're actually watching the game. But Destiny needs to know we're still playing FIFA. For sure. Boom. Tie it up. Holy shit. I, for the first time going into a, an overtime, I truly actually believed that the Leafs were going to win. Boom. We, we, we throw a FIFA folks, hundred percent focused on the game and the guys actually do it. And you already said his name. Turfwood scores this goal. This guy gets so much shit. And yes, I've given him some, I am not sitting on a soapbox and He's sometimes a dud, a half deser- deservedly so deservedly so because Keith kept throwing him into high minutes and into the top line, and he wasn't producing. Fair enough. But like you said, this was a legacy goal. This is free meals at certain restaurants for the rest of your life in Toronto when people Easily. weren't going to miss you when your ass left the door. And now everybody's going to be like, Kerfoot, oh man, remember when you scored that goal so sick? Welcome into the restaurant. Here we go. So just fantastic all around. Like he you said, is, the, yeah. Sorry, sorry about he No, is no, go, this, go ahead. He is this generation of Leash fans. Gary Volk. When Gary Volk scored the overtime winner to eliminate Pittsburgh, uh, I don't know, two th- 2002, 2003, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. It is that equivalent. It's that yeah. equivalent. And I know it, I know it's first round. And if, and if more important stuff happened, yeah, this Kerfoot thing might be forgotten because we just, we've, we've never been here. <laughs> we've never been here. So this is what we're building off now. But you're right. As of right now, this is the biggest goal. And yeah, the Leafs take... A 3-1 series lead. And I'm telling you, El Jefe, I actually believe in them. I, I'm thinking, I actually think, I, I was bragging, okay, we're going to do it in five. I think we're going to go back and you're actually going to get the home win. The crowd's actually been somewhat loud. 3-1 series lead. Let's go back home. Let's finish this. I, I you know, I, I had, going into game five, I was like, well, there's no way Tampa's getting spanked. Four one. There's there's no way this team's been too good for too long. First and foremost, in this dynasty run, and if you go back to um, the year the year that they um, the year they got swept by uh, Columbus, I, I can't remember offhand. Was that 2017 or 2018? I can't remember offhand. But I think 19. Yeah. They barely lost any games that season. They were like, you know, the Bruins of this year, you know, they were like the best regular season team. And then they get fucking spanked. They get spanked and sent home with their leg, their tail between their legs. And then they come back in the next year and win a cup. And then they back to back cups, COVID cups and whatever. They lose last year in the Stanley Cup finals, but this, they are the modern day dynasty team. So there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, for I mean, I can't think of a better team over the last ten years. 
Oh, definitely. Definitely. So they, they are this generation or right now is a dynasty team. There's no chance they're going home four games. They're not losing the series four games to one. There, it's not going to happen. But, you know, like there's been some magic. magic. There's been some magic with the Leafs. You know, Tampa is really, really bad in overtime, playoff overtime. I think that they're that, um, now at the end of this series, I think there's something like 10 and or sorry, one and 10 in overtime playoff games. Because they lost, they won that game last year in Tampa game six in overtime. I was there to witness it in person, cried a little bit. I'm fine with it now. So going into game five in Toronto, I was like, the Leafs had some magic. had that playoff magic that magical runs are made out of. This, this, is, this is a big, big game, something epic for, for the Leafs. So I, my brain was saying, yeah, the Leafs are probably going to lose tonight because there's no way Tampa's going out like that. But then my heart was saying, but but this is like the magic. Do you believe in magic? Because the Leafs are probably going to win this. And I was like, yeah, you know what? The Leafs are probably going to win this. And I was I was I was kind of in between everything. Now in the group chat, the group chat was going wild because of course all the Leaf haters were out there being like, yeah, the Leafs are going to lose. And I, I think most Leaf fans in the group chat were also kind of saying that, like, yeah, the Leafs might lose, but, you know, if they lose, it's, what, 3-2? I mean, there's still two more opportunities. It felt a lot like the Montreal series. Yeah. But going into Game 5, Tampa Tampa didn't look superhuman. You had Morgan Riley open up the the scoring with um, a beautiful setup by Matthew Nyes. Um, also, I don't know if you caught the sign in, in Maple Leaf Square, the very nice sign. Uh, <laughs> I cannot stop saying that now, so that's the thing. Uh, Sorelli ties it up like 13 seconds later. Uh, Montreal, oh, sorry, Montreal, Jesus. Tampa takes the lead. Um, Eisenmont scores. Uh, Nick Paul scores. Austin Matthews scores. Alex Killorn scores. Leafs lose 4-2 in Toronto, Game 5, with the opportunity to close off the series. Bah. How did you feel after? How did you feel going into Game Five, and then how did you feel after Game Five? Like I said, going into Game Five was actually pretty confident. I mean, there's I'm never going to say 100 percent with this team, not even close. Like I'm talking when I'm talking confidence, I'm talking 65, 70. No, I'll say 70. percent I'll give the boys kudos. This is the funny thing about playoff hockey. The boys actually played well, and they lost the game. Like we played a pretty solid game for the most part. Samsonov had a clutch game. Nyes, like you said, on the first goal. Uh, the special teams did okay. It's just one of those games where Tampa Bay got a few more lucky bounces, chances, and they put the goals in when it mattered. So you're just kind of sitting there. I'm having the same feeling. Not quite devastated, but I'm just sitting there thinking if they have to do it game six. My only thought at the end of game five is they have to do it at game six because if it goes to game seven, zero faith. I'll be completely honest. I would have had no faith. I wouldn't have, I probably would have, I would never lie to everyone and say, I'm not going to watch the game, not pay attention, but I probably would have lied to myself and pretend to focus on something else and try not to be a nervous wreck. But it's just, I needed it to be done. Game six, and that that was basically the only thing I was saying. I don't even want to talk about this Leaf game. The boys know how they fucked up. They have such a good away record, actually. And in the playoffs, we're undefeated. So, you know what? Time to go back to their barn and end it. You know, 
it's it's yes, you're right. Now the Leafs, there's two days off in between games, um, which scared me a little bit to be honest because mm-hmm. I I had a hard time believing that you know like Tampa whatever was ailing them. Like I mean Kucherov didn't look right. Um, there's a good chance Vasilevsky wasn't right. Hagel, I'm sorry, not Hagel. Um, Braden Point, there's a good chance he wasn't all right. Like, I kept thinking to myself, man, that's two days off, like almost two and a half days off. I'm not saying the body is going to be healing itself like that quickly, that easily, that quickly. But it, it had me kind of wondering, okay, like, the, is this where Tampa regains its bearings? And then the Leafs are going to be eating like a dick sandwich pretty soon. So I was a little bit paranoid going into game five with that. Let's get into game six. Um, now, game six in Tampa, this was like almost the day of the one-year reunion that I that I got to go to a play my first ever Leaf playoff game in Tampa. I know what that buzz was like. I got to tell you, and I'm sure I did tell you, Tampa knows what they're doing. There are real hockey fans in Tampa. Now, don't get me wrong. I saw some dude who probably looked, probably looked like a rapper of some sort in a fucking orange leather jacket, uh, orange and black, bright yellow jacket, and a girl that probably looked the ripe old age of 20 in a skin-tight orange dress that were sitting behind me who probably had no idea what was going on. But I don't <laughs> want to judge. Maybe they were big fans. But, you know, when you have both teams dressed in blue and white and you wear orange, you know, I'm just going to put that out there. All right. Let's talk about this game. Austin Matthews opens up the scoring. I mean, I've heard the chirps from the group chat about Matthews not showing up. The guy has like fucking six goals or some shit like that in the playoffs. Like, give him a break. He's not going to score every goal. He is not Connor David where he's going to break protocol, go end-to-end, and score you a goal. He's not that kind of guy. He's that guy where you put the puck on his stick every chance you can, and he's probably going to net you a couple goals. He's not going to be Connor McDavid because nobody's Connor McDavid. I, you know, I, I saw this um, posting that kind of like had me curious on like this is probably a better comparison. Matthews versus Drysital is better than McDavid versus Matthews because McDavid, for all intents and purposes, is superhuman. He does things that nobody else in the league is doing. And I don't I don't know if Matthews is on his level, but he might be the closest guy to it that I can think of. But Matthews dry sidle is a is much better pairing, but we'll have to wait for the Stanley Cup game for that pairing. <laughs> Matthews opens up with his fifth goal of the playoffs to open up the scoring in game six. Steve Stamkos, uh with four minutes left in the third or four minutes into the third, scores to tie the game. And the goal that will go down as the curse breaker to get out of the first round, John Tavares on one absolutely killer um, solo mission as he cycles a puck to himself around the whole offensive zone and then kind of does a little bit of a 360, throws it on net. Don Cherry said it. Good things happen when you throw the puck on net. Which is, it goes off Radish's leg and right past Veskaleski to win the game. My first, after it goes in, I, I literally jump out of my chair, do a couple downward fist pumps. I look up at the screen and they're showing our boy Kyle Dubas giving 
Leaf legend Jason Spezza, a big hug in the press box. My heart explodes with love. My dick pulsates with blue and white blood. I am over the moon. Bah, tell me about game six. (laughs) Well, I don't even want to just give a full game recap after you just send us off after yours. So (laughs) I'll I'll start quickly. The Pavar's goal in overtime. Yeah, the most incredible goal that I can remember. Uh, The captain from Oakville. He just gets it. He understands all of us. The famous photo where he gets teased in the Blue Jay or the Maple Leaf uh, blanket and pillow with the uh, Star Wars Naboo Starfighter. But that was all of us. I mean, that was basically that was all, all of us at a certain age. And, and we all got it. And now he lives out the dream that we all dreamt when we were that young. I mean, he is scoring an overtime goal. I jumped out of my seat as well. The whole family was screaming and hugging and jumping up yes. and down. I what, what, what would Mama Bo- what Mama Walks do? Oh, she was she was just screaming the whole time. She was just I. She just kept saying over and over again, "I can't believe they did it! I can't believe they did it!" Screaming, and we just man for the first time in a long time, I was up till probably two a.m. All the post game press conferences, every highlight, just watching every like that Matthews where he just points to the shot to the spot and Brody puts it right on net. He spins and shoots it. Like I'm watching every highlight. I'm listening to the Bowen call of the Tavares goal because I need that in my fucking veins because I love Bowie. It's just so unbelievable. I had friends and coworkers FaceTime calling me outside their homes in the streets with cigars in their mouth, drunk as shit, screaming. My parents, who barely talked to any of my friends, are like leaning <laughs> over my shoulder, yelling into the that we did it. We all did it. It's just pandemonium. Unbelievable. But but just quickly to go over the whole game. The boys played actually really well. We're inside Tampa. There's the tornado warning, so they can't do their whole outside venue. Fuck them. Uh, they come Easily. out. It, yeah, it's it's a very tight game, kind of what you thought it was going to be. Matthew scores that goal. Absolutely beautiful. And then even though Stamkos scored it because he was all of a sudden left alone in front of the net and he just got that rebound and puts it in. Mind-blowing, so, actually. Yeah, yeah, it really sucked. But honestly, besides that one error, the boys played well. And played pretty clean. And I don't know why. I didn't say it out loud. And again, very superstitious. So basically the last nine minutes of the third period and all of overtime, I was leaned forward in my chair, my hands clasped together in front of like holding, touching my mouth and my nose. So I'm just kind of breathing into my fist the whole time. And I didn't move. My dad (laughs) knows my like how crazy I am. He's laughing, chuckling to himself. But I knew in my head, I'm like, they're going to do it. I honestly believe that this team is going to score in overtime and they are going to break it. I can't say it out loud. I can't share that Mm -hmm. confidence yet. And then, holy shit, they actually do it. Like you said, Cherry, just throw the puck on net. The hometown kid does it. And we get the monkey off our back. The team that I end up hating more than anybody, the team that's had our number last year, the former Stanley Cup champions, they're gone. We do do a 4-1 comeback. That's gone. Okay, you know what? a little bit of rest Saturday night. I do not have to worry about a Monday game seven. The, the, was that not just one of the best Sundays of your life? Lee folk legit. It was. And I slept, I slept like a goddamn baby. I must got eight full hours of sleep the entire day. I ended up going up to wine country and doing a bunch of stuff that day. Nice. 
I could not stop thinking about the Leafs. Everything I did and and thought was geared toward the Leafs. Just honestly, everybody was thinking, wow, you know, bah, that guy just so like deep in thought. Like, I wonder, he's so mysterious. And the whole time I'm just, yeah, so Zen. Like he's so quiet. Oh, he's having a great, I'm just thinking Leafs. I'm just replaying Bo and screaming Mo, Bo, Mo, Mo in my head constantly because folks, we did it. And you know what? Moving on to round two, it's time to beat that other demon. We're going to finally beat the Boston Bri- Oh, well, hold on a second. Oh. Wait, 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 hold on. Whoa, whoa, Are you t- whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa. Are you telling me the big bad Bruins that couldn't be defeated in the regular season, although they lost to the Leafs, yeah. they, they couldn't beat Florida, who barely got into the playoffs? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll have hold it. on. Are, 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 are you telling me? That the team, the President's Trophy winning team with 65 wins, that apparently is the best team of all time, even though we used to never count the loser point and ties mattered, and they'll never beat the 77 Montreal team, even though I'm a Leaf fan saying that? Did those guys lose in the playoffs first round? Hold, hold on, but I just need to take this quick shot of tequila because, um, <laughs> you know, I got to— Might as well. I got I to, you know— our Lord and Savior, Austin Matthews, Mexican God, El Zorro. Um, this is for you, my man. Oh, there. Chug it back. Absolutely. <laughs> it's burning. Guess what? It's burning just like Boston's dreams because Boston loses to Florida Panthers and Matthew Kachuk. And, folks, that is who we are facing. Our, our path to the Eastern Conference Finals and Edmonton in the Stanley Cup Mm-hmm. We got to take out the entire state of Florida. We got to fucking do it. It's Sorry. the only thing we can do because yeah. you know what? At the end of the day, I don't. And you know what? I'm gonna steal this from Dangle. Holy shit! That that shot is like lighting up my chest right now. Oh, really? The tequila shot. <laughs> the the white claw was great. The tequila yeah. shot fucked me up. Um, claw I gotta say this, folks. Here we go. Steve Dangle said it. I couldn't agree with him more. I don't want the easy route to the cup. What I want is a team that deserves to play the Leafs. And at the end of the day, Boston thought they had, they rested Krejci in the middle of the series because they're up three, one. They thought they were doing everything right. But here's the thing about doing everything right. You may think you're doing everything right, but at the end of the day, you only know in retrospect, if you did or not and, and Tampa, sorry, Boston thought they were doing the right thing, and they weren't. They had inexperienced goaltenders who basically, like the, one of the, they're going to win the Vesna. Fine, I don't care. The, they're also going to win the Jennings. I don't care. At the end of the day, you can have those trophies. You can have the have the present. It's a cool trophy. I get it. But you can't have Stanley's mug because right now there is only there. The Leafs and the Oilers right now are considered the favorites to win the Cup. Now, Edmonton doesn't have goaltending. They got a lot of firepower and no goaltending. Sound familiar? In the 80s, they had Hall of Fame goaltending. The league was also scoring 13 goals a night, so that doesn't really matter. If Edmonton and the Leafs make it into the finals, I'll be very happy. Those are two of my favorite teams. Yeah, I will. I think every Canadian is dreaming of that final. An all-Canadian final, Gary Bedman will fucking croak. 
yeah, he will good. lose his goddamn shit. It's going to be Toronto and Vegas in the finals. Just so you go noon. You just so you know, guys, you heard it here first. I'm pretty sure last episode, just to repeat, I think I said Dallas, Toronto, didn't I? Mm. I'm pretty sure. And, and Dallas actually Minnesota. Dallas is pretty legit. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna stick by that, even though I would. I would like. Do you to have see... the notes by any chance? Because I'm about to go on a little, a little trip right now. But if you have the notes, can you just pull up who we picked? Because I got to say this, Boston, you tried, you tried, you brought back all these old fucks, and you tried, but you didn't do it. You want to know why you didn't do it? Because you didn't do it right. You didn't rebuild. You put a brand new hip into Brad Marchand's body. Patrice Bergeron came back wearing the C. It was a great season for you guys, but you didn't do it right. Carlo isn't an A1 defenseman. You might think he is, but he's not. Taylor Hall was gifted the MVP. He didn't deserve it. Foligno was good, ex-Leaf, but he's not going to pull it for you. Boston, you had a good run, but at the end of the day, you're stuck with your dick in the hands because you didn't do it right. Enjoy golfing, suckers. <laughs> go, Leafs, go. I Bring love that. on the Panthers. We're going to make them purr. Yeah. Dude, I so, blacked out. I don't even know what happened. No, I, I love it. You went on an absolute heater. A known bot tangent from LFA. I love it. So... Let's, yeah, let's go. It, it is hard to top that, buddy, but I'm excited. So I just want to get a couple of notes after what you said, and I'm trying to remember everything you said there. Just quickly back to Boston, last few words. Yes, self-awareness here as a Leaf fan, they won the Stanley Cup once. Kudos to them. That's more than we've done in however many years, and, and they can kind of brag about that to us forever until we win one. At the same time, you only won one cup with that team. They are lucky that Vancouver blew that series and they actually ended up winning it because if they didn't win it, that might've been the greatest choke team of all time in the NHL. Patrice Bergeron, prime Krejci, prime Marchand, prime Zdeno Chara. Like, I mean, you Tim got Thomas or Tim Thomas. When you had that crazy defense, like it's just, and you only get one win and then, you're, you're supposed to be this top team and now everybody's leaving. Sorry. Windows closed. Congrats on the one cup. Uh, excuse my language. Time to fuck off and go home. Yeah. Moving on to, yeah. Who, another thing you said, I understand El Jefe and I understand the hockey purists out there who say like, you know what? I want to play who deserves to get there. I don't want the easy road. And you know what? I want to make sure that my words are clear and I'm very polite about this. And you know, everybody understands what I'm trying to say. Fuck that. I don't fucking care. I'll take on anybody. Not saying that everybody is not a good team because they are, and there's a good chance we could lose to any of them, but none of them scare me. I'm ready to go. I told you all this, that there has been a Leaf fan locked away for 19 years. It's unlocked now. We're part of one of the better teams. We're just going to keep progressing, moving forward. We're going to play Florida. I see us winning that. I honestly think, and I'm going to take just how you took from Dangle, I'm going to take from Brian Hayes on overdrive. I think they already basically won their cup by beating Boston. Yeah, maybe I will eat my words. We'll come back here and be like, oh, you know what, man? Florida is such a sick team. Because I will tell you right now, I agree with Paul Maurice that Matthew Kachuk, as much as I hate him and his family, that guy is a gamer. And if he was on the Leafs, if he was on the Leafs, he'd be my favorite player. I know that. Because that's the way he plays. And they are a sick team. 
but I think we can beat them. I think maybe five games. And I, I honestly will be surprised and almost a little pissed off if we don't almost have a two game series leader come out and win the first game. Cause I think we're that much better. And it's basically going to come down. I think to Bobrovsky for them. I, if Bobrovsky I, randomly shows up and just solves on is this good goaltender, but he was basically average to good, even in the Boston series. And they just squeaked out a win. And I think you're going to see our players hit a, even a different gear now with an extra bit of confidence, finally beating that first round monkey off the back that we are going to be peppering them with shots. I'm going to tell you the pressure that the Leafs can provide. I watched that whole Boston, uh, tan- uh, sorry, Boston Panthers um, game seven. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love the fact that TD yeah, Garden was so quiet. Suck I my dick, TD Garden. I fucking loved <laughs> it. But Tampa, fuck man, Boston couldn't. Boston can't. Boston is a two line team. Boston did not have the pressure. The pressure that the Leafs put on Tampa in the third period of every one of their overtime wins was unbelievable. It was clockwork. And I got to say, even even when they scored their second goal, when it was 3-2 in game five, the pressure was great. You know, unfortunately, they got that internet goal. It is what it is. But there's not a fucking chance that Florida gets even close to a game seven. I'm calling it game over in game four, four game sweep. And you know what? Maybe it's tequila. I don't know, but I'll I'll tell you this. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe I don't think Florida has, has what it takes. They busted their nut already. already. They don't have anything left in the tank. They, they have some players like, you know, Paul Maurice was right. Um, Matthew Kachuk is a fucking gamer, and he put that team on his back. But Matthew Kachuk is one player. I would they got, love. They to got a couple of good ones. They got, I think my, Sam, my dad told Sam me Bennett this. was Sam Bennett. Sick. He, he played well. Don't get me wrong. He played well. Uh, who's I'm that telling you this w? right now? I'm telling you this right now to everybody. Leaf fans, we're gonna hate that uh, defender Montour. Mm. He's a little rat. He loves and scoring. He's a good defender. Yeah, he. We are going to hate him by the end of the series. So they've actually got some gamers. They're they're a good young team. I just think, I just think they, they put so much emotional energy and effort into those last three games and coming back that it's almost going to mirror Columbus after beating Tampa in 2019, and they're going to kind of shit the bed afterwards. And everybody's going to be like, "Ah, oh, it's okay, man. You slayed the big dragon." Everybody's like happy for you. We're fired up. So it's it's a win no matter what. But yeah, I I actually see us. I'm I love your confidence for four games, but I'm gonna say five for this series. You may you may be right in five, but I I can't see it going. I don't think it's gonna be a long series. I think this is what's gonna happen. I think the Leafs are gonna wrap this series relatively quickly, whether that be five or six games, and then you're looking at uh, conference finals against the Rangers because I think the Rangers are gonna win tonight. I hope the Rangers win tonight. Tonight, have them in my pool going right to the finals. Um, but I think it's going to be New York, Toronto, original six conference finals, and that's going to be a motherfucker. That's going to be a seven-game fucking bloody nose, black-eyed, broken back kind of kind of series. Mm, you're giving the Rangers too much credit. Dude, the, the Rangers are as loaded as the Leafs with a fucking A1 goaltender. And I think the Rangers are a really good team. I think yep. the Rangers fucking the Rangers do the same thing that the Leafs, the 2004 Leafs did, or sorry, the 2000 and um, 
please hold, 2009 Leafs had, which was uh, blue and white disease. I guess they have the blue, white, and red disease. Uh, the Rangers love the Rangers. So when the Rangers get on their own like hype train, they're, they are easy to beat. But when the Rangers actually fucking play, I don't even think Addy Kane's like it. I think he's, he is good for you know a handful of assists in a game, uh, maybe a goal. But I don't know if he's a deal breaker. Uh, but when you look at a guy like uh, Zabatacek and you have um, Trocek, you know, there are some guys that can go on the team. Not to mention... Um, Lafiere, there's like there's some guys on that team that can go, and I think Folks, we're I'm recording this. Fox. We're recording this Leaf episode on Monday night, and I know you think El Jefe is sucking off the Rangers, but I really fucking hope New Jersey wins. Even though I chose Rangers Leafs Eastern Conference, I am really hoping you eat you eat all of that and New Jersey wins tonight. I Would don't you, know the score. Okay, it's zero zero. It's zero zero halfway through the second, so we'll timestamp this. <laughs> Yo, you right. just know New Jersey's winning. I'm saying that now, even though well, I do have give, to me, give, give me those picks that we had. Go over some of those I, picks. I Let's see where we didn't have written down. Okay, awesome. We're gonna have cool. to let that. Okay. That'll be next episode, <laughs> guys. I can, we did it. Well, yeah. what are we gonna name this episode? Because this is Leaf Edition. Out of the first into the second, out of the fire into out of the frying pan into the fire. I, I think you just said we did it. I mean, you just said the title. Okay, done. Done. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Bob Walker. I'm Anthony El Jefe. We are Leaf Nation, blue and white. Cut us open. See what we got. This is going to be a deep run. I really believe it's going to be a deep run. And this isn't – fuck, man, I say this every year. This isn't like last year. Oh, it's this different. Team, this it is different, and everybody else knows it, and everyone else is afraid to say it. But you know what? We're fucking buying in because I'm ready. I'm ready to fucking celebrate. I already told all my clients that day the parade. I am sick. I will not be at work. I'm so sorry. Oh. I am sick that day. I'm sorry. You Lee fans, you just you get ready for the amount of bandwagon fans who are going to jump on now. Now that we've passed the first round, get ready for it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right, Bob. Thank you so much go. for doing this. Go, go Leafs, go. Leafs, go. Go, Leafs, go. Anytime, buddy. I can't wait to discuss the end of the second round, and we're moving on to Carolina or fucking Rangers. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck me, right? <laughs>